What is up, Dolphins, and welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Belletti. If this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. Glad to have you here. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And man, the coaching search is drawing to a close. Uh, it's coming to an end, guys. I firmly believe, again, we're going to talk about it, break it down on why I think this. I firmly believe by Friday night, you should know who the Dolphins head coach is. And if you don't know, it's not because the Dolphins don't know. It's because they just haven't formally announced it yet, or they're either, they're still figuring out some contract talk. Okay, but based off of what I have heard and, and people I've talked to that I would put all of my trust into, that I fully trust what they say, the Dolph, you're going to know who the next Dolphins head coach is. I would be shocked if you didn't know by Friday night um, or if you didn't know by Thursday night. But for sure, I mean, I don't think we're going to go into the weekend without knowing who the next head coach is. If it were my guess, again, we'll talk about who I think it's going to be, but I would guess that it's going to happen sometime Thursday or Friday. Uh, but but let but we'll get into why I think it'll happen Thursday or Friday and not earlier. So as you guys know, let's kind of just recap what's been going on since the last time I did a podcast. Last time we did a podcast, I talked about who I thought or, or how attractive of a job I thought the Dolphins head coaching vacancy was. And I talked about how really uh, the main reasons a coach would want to come here are the weather, the fact that it's in Miami, no state tax. And a pretty good roster with a lot of cap space. Reasons they wouldn't want to come here. Dysfunctional organization. The GM might get fired in two years. to A year to two years. And they might be... Apparently we found out that you know the defensive staff might be pushed on them. And the fact that even if they wanted Tua or didn't want Tua, that decision was apparently pre-made for them. Since then, I've been told as far as it involves Tua, again, and, and this person that I talked to, I'm going to mention a lot in this podcast. I'm not going to say what their name is, um, but the person I talked to said that like the whole Tua is for sure the quarterback. The whole thing behind that is when they bring in people to interview, they're basically going to say, hey, your goal when you come in is we want to see if you can make it work with Tua, if you can fix him, because just as far as success, it's going to set you up for better success if you don't have to waste more draft capital on acquiring a veteran quarterback or a rookie. But if he doesn't work out after this year, it is not tied to you. Meaning, if you can come in and just try to work with Tua for a year Best case scenario, it works out. If it doesn't, though, we're not going to like fire you. Like if Tua doesn't work out, you can pick your different guy. Just give him a year. That's what I've been told the situation is. Not like, hey, you better love Tua and you better make it work with him or you're gone. No, it's more of a, hey, we don't want to invest more draft capital in a quarterback this year. But if you, you know, and I don't, I haven't been told anything on Deshaun Watson. I don't know. If they would trade for him, if the new head coach would, I don't know. But again, what I've been told kind of clarifying the two a thing is it's more so like they want to see an offensive minded head coach try with Tua before they give up on him. Um, so it's not like they're they're committing to Tua or they're not committing to Tua. Like it's more of like it, it, it makes sense. 
You want a new head coach, a guy who knows the offense better to try to make it work with Tua. If it doesn't, we'll move off of him after three seasons, which in my opinion is the perfect time to give a quarterback. Um, And I think you need to give Tua one more year. So that's what the situation is there. But for those reasons and good and bad, that is what I thought made the Dolphins head coaching vacancy not that attractive. Okay. Since then... We've seen Brian Dable, who was a strong candidate for the Dolphins, get hired in New York. Um, and no, they did not offer him a contract. There was like a report from someone out there that the Dolphins offered him a contract. The thing that happened with Brian Dable, and and the, this is this person who told me again, I just I really trust them because they their batting average is damn near like a hundred percent. So apparently, what happened with Brian Dable is. He was in strong consideration for the Giants job. He was in strong consideration for the Dolphins job. He got offered a contract with the Giants and he he called Miami and said, hey, the, the Giants have offered me a job. I'm going to take it. Do you have an offer for me? And they were like, no, we are not going to cut our process short. So he was like, that's completely fine. Thank you. I'm going to take the Giants job. And they were like, okay. So it wasn't like he had both offers on the table and he picked the Giants. No, he the Giants offered it to him first. And whether it was right or wrong, the Dolphins didn't want to offer him a job and speed up the process. That goes to show me that they didn't feel as strongly about Brian Dable as we were led to believe, which is something that this person had been telling me all along and had said it on their platform. That like, hey, Mike McDaniel's like a serious candidate. He's not like a backup option like a Vance Joseph or a Kellen Moore. Like he is a serious candidate. And like he again, he told me this before the report had come out. But he was like, don't be shocked if they offer Brian Dable the job, the Giants, that the Dolphins are like, hey, we'd rather take a chance with Mike McDaniel than like just rush and try to hire you. And it happened. So like, again, batting average is is up there. So Brian Dable gets hired. Vance Joseph isn't in consideration because I don't know if it's true or not. A different person told me that apparently Ross was unhappy with how Greer was handling this situation. Um, And not that I don't believe that it it, it makes sense because all of a sudden Vance Joseph was just like out of the question. I think it's because Ross stepped in and was like, hey, no, like I want an offensive coach. So since then, you know, long story short, the, the, the remaining options at head coach are Mike McDaniel and Kellen Moore. Both interviews are scheduled for this week. As of me recording this, the Dolphins have finished their second interview with Mike McDaniel. I will say this. If it were just Mike McDaniel and Kellen Moore, you might as well just, you know, assume that Mike McDaniel is your head coach because there is absolutely no way, unless Mike McDaniel turned down a head coaching job to remain an OC, the Dolphins head coach up until Saturday, I 100% believed it would be Mike McDaniel. Because again, based off what this person had told me long before it was reported, he was like, Mike McDaniel's like a serious candidate. It's not just like a backup option. So the fact that they were willing to possibly lose out on Dable to interview him shows you that they're serious about him. So up until Saturday, I was like, man, Mike McDaniel is going to be the next head coach, right? Dolphins Twitter agenda had won. Then on Saturday, uh, everything changed. Um, 
It was reported by Pro Football Talk that the Minnesota Vikings had reached out to Jim Harbaugh to, to conduct an interview. So once that happened, I reached out to this person that I always talk to and said, is there any validity to this? Is Jim Harbaugh coming to the NFL? What have you heard? Are the Dolphins trying to get him? And he hadn't responded. He normally always responds to me like that same day. He hadn't responded for like a day or two. And I reached out to him again and said, you know something. What is it? And he responded to me and said, I've heard a lot of things. Can't share all of them. Um, but just know that, uh, like this was when, this was when we found out about the hardball thing. He said, uh, like, just know like Mike McDaniel is in strong consideration. That's all I can really say on that. Okay. So I was like, interesting. So that's all he had responded to me. Normally he's more in depth with me. He tells me more things. And I was like, he's being really short mainly because he knows stuff and he's not going to tell me everything until he feels okay doing it because he wants his sources still. So I get that. Then yesterday, because I'm recording this on Monday, yesterday, there was a report that came out that the Dolphins, I'm trying to find the exact report. It was by Mike Kafka. No, not Mike Kafka. Mike Kafka is like a coach. Uh, No, maybe. I don't know. I don't care. Anyway, I said, is Mark Carmen reliable? I texted this person. I said, is Mark Carmen reliable? Because this person had retweeted and quote tweeted his tweet. So I was like, man, if he thinks, if he's retweeting it, like, could it be legit? And this person said yesterday, I'm trying to get the exact tweet, what Mark Carmen said. It had to do with the Dolphins. He said, hearing from a reliable source, Jim Harbaugh will... Tell the team today slash tomorrow he is leaving to be the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Could have taken the Minnesota job, preferred Miami, but bet on Miami. Okay, so I said, is Mark Carmen reliable? Because when we heard that and he's blue check certified, we were like, oh my God, is Jim Harbaugh our next head coach? So before I even reacted and freaked out, I texted this guy that I talk to all the time about, you know, when, when news breaks, he'll be like, no, it's not true. Yes, it is true. He gave me a shrug emoji and he said, all I can say is my info came directly from so-and-so. I'm not going to say the name of who he gets his info or who he got this hardball info from that I'm about to tell you. But let me just say, knowing who his source is when it comes to this situation, hardball situation, I would be willing to like risk my life or bet all the money I have in my name off of this source. Not saying that he will be that hardball would be the next head coach, but what he said is this guy, this source told me, me being the guy I'm talking to, he said, he said, this source told me, this guy told me. Because he's best friends with Jim Harbaugh, the Dolphins are 100% interested and they are 100% in full court press to try to get Jim Harbaugh. This source, I'm not going to say the name because again, I'm, I, I want to keep you know my relationships with this guy on a high too. But let's just say his source is literally someone who is up for head coaching positions in the NFL right now. 
So it's not like, hey, I knew a guy who played for a coach that worked for Miami. It's like, no, this guy's literally up for head coaching jobs. He he was a head coach in the NFL this year, and he's best friends with Jim Harbaugh, and he told the guy I'm talking to, hey, I'm just letting you know Miami is 100% interested in Harbaugh. That's 100% true, and they are, without a doubt, doing everything they can to try to get him. He did not say, and I will say this right now so people can't hold it against me, I am not saying I was told who the next head coach of the Dolphins will be. I'm just saying that there's a lot of like, oh, this report that like Jim Harbaugh's interested in the Dolphins or they're trying to get him, 100% BS. They are 100% trying to get him. They are 100% interested in him. And that's all I can say. So again, based off of what I was told, and again, I trust this person, especially knowing who his source is. Oh my God. It's like the same thing he told me about like the PED thing and knowing who his source was that told him that I 100% believe it because this person's literally as close to the situation as possible, not named to a tongue of Iloa. And he was like, yeah, he told me about the PED thing. And I'm not ever going to tell anyone who that source was, but like it's something like that where, again, I am hesitant to believe anything unless I know where it comes from. And when I found out about the PED source and then this source, oh, I'd bet my life on it. And so that has to bring me into the conversation of it's not just Mike McDaniel and Kellen Moore because it would just be Mike McDaniel. It's Harbaugh, Mike McDaniel, and Kellen Moore. And I said this, I texted, this is a different person I texted. Um, I texted uh, a friend of mine that I follow on Twitter. Him and I are good friends. Um, And I said this on Thursday. This is before I knew about Harbaugh. This is before I reached out to my guy. And I texted him this on Thursday. Uh, Where is it? I'm trying to go back to the text because it was so long ago. And we, I said, do you want to know what I think? And he said, yeah, what's up? And I said, where, where did I say it? Where, where's the text, Anthony? Come on. You're better than this. Where, where is it? Can I give you my theory? He said, what's up? I said, I've talked about this with blah, blah, blah privately. And he brought it up on the show tonight. I personally think every single top candidate for the Dolphins is a backup plan. I 100% think they are waiting this long on purpose because they're waiting for Harbaugh to make a decision. He can't make one before Wednesday the 2nd because that is signing day in college football. But I firmly believe that they are fully content on having McDaniel as a backup option to Harbaugh if the Giants take Brian Dable and they are fine risking Brian Dable going to the Giants for the possibility of getting Harbaugh or McDaniel. This was before... I talked to this guy. This was before Brian Dable took the job to New York. That's my exact text to him. Okay. And this was not based off anything I was told. This was my theory because it made no sense why the Dolphins took a week off of their head coaching search for no reason. Okay. So with that being said, now that Harbaugh is in the conversation, because I firmly believe he is in the conversation, Vegas came out with odds. The odds of the Dolphins, listen to this, this is crazy because like I've never even seen odds like this in a coaching search. The odds of the Dolphins getting Jim Harbaugh are at minus 200. 
I don't know if people know what that means, but like in games, if you bet on games, the team that is expected to win always has the minus. So normally with head coaching hires, you'll see this on like MVP odds and offensive rookie of the year odds. They'll put like plus 300 plus 300 is like, man, he's really the favorite. The fact that Jim Harbaugh is a minus 200 on Vegas for betting odds to be the next Dolphins head coach, that is like unheard of. Okay, and now you're starting to see all these places, pro football talk. You're starting to see all the local beat writers say, hey, Jim Harbaugh's being considered for the Dolphins job. They're trying to get him. And and just within the last couple of days, Armando Salguero, which look, as much as I don't like Armando Salguero because he's a lazy beat writer, he was one of the first people to call out Brian Flores. I remember doing a podcast episode of him on him back during the season of 2020 when I first started the podcast where he had said that him and Adam Beasley had heard from their source that Brian Flores had a big ego and he was a pain in the ass to work with. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, a year and a half later, I look like an idiot. Okay. So Armando Salguero, right after Mark Carmen had said that, he came out and said, hey, I'm hearing similar things from a guy that I'm talking to that's still plugged in with the Dolphins that they are 100% in full court press to try to get um to try to get Jim Harbaugh, okay? So then last night I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, I'm watching film cuz I'm starting to do film on draft prospects. I I just finished all the wide receivers in the draft. Um my number one wide receiver FYI just now is Traylon Burks. The dude is an absolute beast. I saw him just like was a one man show against Arkansas and Alabama. It was just like a a sight to watch. So just got done watching film on all the wide receivers, which was great. And you can expect like top five, top 10 podcasts to come out where I talk about, you know, my top five running backs or wide receivers. That's going to come out in like a month or two. Okay. But anyway, so I'm on YouTube and of course, because YouTube listens to everything you say, your phone listens to everything a video from ESPN came up on GetUp, and it said, would Jim Harbaugh be a good hire as an NFL head coach? This came out like 10 days ago, okay? And so I was listening to it, and Mike Tannenbaum, former executive for the Miami Dolphins, who is very close with Jim, uh, very close with Stephen Ross still, very close with all the people in the Dolphins organization, When he had to talk about this, he said this, and again, wordplay is is key here. If you're a GM and your job is on the line, you take great comfort in knowing he took a team to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, what general manager out there right now in the NFL got to keep their job and hire another head coach? No one. There is no general manager out there right now whose job is on the line that is hiring a head coach. He said that because he knows something. He said that because he knows something. I don't know that for a fact. I haven't reached out to the people I talked to about that, but he said that because he knows something. You don't just say, if you're a GM and your job's on the line, you take great comfort in knowing he took a team to the Super Bowl. Wink, wink. Like, there's no GM out there. There's no GM out there who's currently has his job on the line and is needing to hire a head coach. There's no GM. 
Every single team who got rid of their coach got rid of their GM except Jacksonville. Okay, except Jacksonville. And Jim Harbaugh would never go work for Jacksonville. Okay, so he's basically telling you, hey, like if you're a GM and your job's on the line, Chris Greer, it's a good hire. And he's plugged in hip to hip with Stephen Ross. Okay, plugged in. He knows everything about the Dolphins. He still does. I know I, I know that. So like the reality is Jim Harbaugh is a strong possibility. And when I say strong, again, I have not been told, hey, they are definitely going to hire him. If I could bet my money on my own guessing, this is just my own guessing. No one telling me this. By Thursday night, Friday night at the latest, Jim Harbaugh will be announced as the Dolphins head coach. That would be my guess. It can't happen before Wednesday because Wednesday's National Signing Day for college football. Um, But, again, I would expect them to make a decision Thursday or Friday because the longer it plays out after Wednesday, the worse it looks. Or not the worse it looks, but the more suspicious. Because right now, of the known candidates the Dolphins want, Mike McDaniel and Kellen Moore, both are available. San Francisco just lost to the Rams. The Dolphins are interviewing McDaniel today, and I'm not sure exactly when they're interviewing Kellen Moore. But point is, if you wait till like next week, everyone's going to say, what, what, what are you doing? You interviewed McDaniel, who we all know is above Kellen Moore, and you still haven't hired him, and it's been a week. So if it were my guess, I would be betting. Again, this is, again, no one's told me this is going to happen. This is based off of the understanding I know how I think it will play out sometime Thursday or Friday, the Dolphins will announce Jim Harbaugh as their next head coach. Now, let's just say, let's just continue with this scenario because there's nothing really I can say about Mike McDaniel that you haven't heard already. Like, he apparently is a genius. He, I think his scheme would be great for Tua the more I look at it because Tua's lips his limitations are something similar to Garoppolo, even though Tua has better accuracy, decision-making, and pocket presence. The physical limitations are still there, and I feel like Tua can reach his max potential in a uh, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan scheme. So, like, there's nothing really else to talk about there. I don't know anything about who he would want as his OC. I don't know who he would want as defensive coordinator, who he's going to keep on the staff, who he's not going to keep, you know, how many how how many players or coaches he's going to keep when he comes, I don't know. All I know is we all know about Mike McDaniel. You see him on Twitter all the time. But Jim Harbaugh, if he came to the Dolphins, now that is something we have not talked about because if you remember when I did my top head coaching candidates, my number 1 Honorable mention was Jim Harbaugh for the simple reason that I did not think they would try to go get him because there were guys out there that I listened to that I shouldn't have guys that are beat writers, guys that are are apparently connected to the Dolphins that were like, yeah, the Dolphins don't want Jim Harbaugh. And so I was like, okay, I trust you. Then I go talk to this guy like you know, like two days ago. And he's like, yeah, this former NFL head coach who's up for jobs right now is best friends with Jim Harbaugh. And he told me that like, like they, they want Jim Harbaugh. They're trying to get Jim Harbaugh. So like, 
I never really talked about what Jim Harbaugh would be like on the Dolphins. Now, if he came, it's rumored that, let, let me just say this, and I, I kind of got backlash for this when I tweeted this. If Jim Harbaugh came to the Dolphins, he gets to do whatever the hell he wants. And I tweeted that basically, if he came in and didn't want Tua or did want Tua, it doesn't matter what Ross wants. If Ross was like, hey, I want to get rid of Tua, and Jim Harbaugh's like, no, we're keeping him, well, then he, they're going to keep him. If Jim Harbaugh comes in and says, I'm not going to work with Tua, Stephen Ross isn't going to be like, well, yeah, you are. Like, no. If Jim Harbaugh comes here, he is the decision maker in the franchise. Stephen Ross wouldn't even question him because Stephen Ross, like, almost views Jim Harbaugh as, like, his boss. Like, he's infatuated with Jim Harbaugh. So that goes for the roster, that goes for coaches, that goes for everything. Like the whole report that like, you know, the Dolphins are going to keep their defensive staff intact. If Jim Carball comes here, which he most likely will, he's not going to keep anyone if he doesn't want to. And I've heard that his head coach or his defensive coordinator that he has lined up is Vic Fangio. So if he comes to the Dolphins... Your defensive coordinator will be Vic Fangio, who will perfectly fit this scheme. He will know exactly what to do on the defensive side of the football. He's going to be, the defense isn't going to skip a beat. If anything, it's going to get better. And then on offense, for the love of God, I hope this happens. Because I said this last year, I was banging on the table. If you listen to my podcast, if you're one of the OGs, you remember last year I said the Dolphins need to hire Pep Hamilton as their offensive coordinator. Everywhere he goes, their team succeeds on offense. Their quarterback succeeds and their team succeeds. When he was the offensive coordinator for the Colts, they had one of the top offenses in the league consistently. He 100% transformed Andrew Luck when he was at Stanford and then also when he went to Indianapolis. He worked with Justin Herbert in his rookie season. Doesn't get enough credit for that. He's been a head coach in the XFL. No one ever talks about that. Literally last year, he worked with Davis Mills, and Davis Mills was out here out-dueling Justin Herbert head-to-head with a worse roster, and he beat him. He beat Justin Herbert head-to-head. So, like, I'm just letting y'all know this. There are concerns I have with Harbaugh, and we're going to talk about them because they're real. If Jim Harbaugh came here and Pep Hamilton and Vic Vangio were your coordinators, holy mother of all things good and pure... Now we are contenders. Now we are legit. We are legit team. Because Pep Hamilton's going to fix the offense. If Pep Hamilton comes here, I'm not worried about Tua. Because guess what? If Harbaugh does decide, yeah, I'm going to keep Tua for one more year to see how he does. If Pep Hamilton's the offensive coordinator and he's grooming Tua, you're going to know what kind of quarterback Tua can be. Because Pep Hamilton, in his first year, will get the best out of every quarterback he works with. Because it's happened. Justin Herbert, Davis Mills, Andrew Luck. All three had phenomenal rookie seasons under him. So, like, you're going to know exactly how good Tua can be if Pep comes here. On defense with Vic Vangio, your defense is going to be just as good, if not better, than it was with Flores. Because Vic Vangio is one of the best defensive-minded coaches in the NFL. And similar to Brian Flores, he just couldn't figure out the offense. But if you just leave him to stick to the defense as a coordinator, oh my god. Oh my god, it's, 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 
the perfect situation. And then you have Jim Harbaugh, who in his first three seasons as an NFL head coach, went to three NFC championships and a Super Bowl. Does that sound good to you? He has a top six winning percentage of all head coaches in NFL history throughout, I think, like their first three or four seasons. Like he has the best winning percentage. I think it's like, I don't even know the exact number, but it's up there. I mean, it's a, it's a ridiculous number. Like out of all the coaches in NFL history, he has like a top five, top six. I think it's fifth. He's like fifth in like winning percentage. So like, yeah, he knows how to be a head coach. He's going to come in with experience. He's going to come in with knowledge. He's going to come in knowing what to do and what not to do. Now, I will say this about Jim Harbaugh, because this is a big concern I have. I worry that if you get Jim Harbaugh, it's going to be similar to a Brian Flores personality wise. Cause I've heard from every, I've heard from a lot of people, not just like personally, but it's been well-documented. Jim Harbaugh burns people out. And so really I fear that if Jim Harbaugh comes here, it's going to be like three good years, right? It's going to be like high school. Like you're going to reach your peak and then like you might plummet after that. Like if Jim Harbaugh comes here, I worry that it's going to be three to four years of awesome and then one year of just catastrophically bad, everything burns apart, and then he's fired, okay? You look at what happened in San Francisco, three incredible years. They were went, they, they went to the NFC Championship every year, Super Bowl, lost in the Super Bowl, but went. Year four, it all crumbled and burned apart rapidly, okay? So... That's my only fear with him is like, yeah, oh my God, Pep Hamilton, Vic Vangio. I don't know how long they would stay here. I think that Vic Vangio will probably get a head coaching job again after one year as a defensive coordinator. Pep Hamilton should already be a head coach in the NFL. I'm not sure why he isn't. Um, But like, I just worry that it's going to be like three years of this incredible high, like the highest of highs, like you're contending for Super Bowls almost every year. And then by year four or five, it's like we're back to where we were in 2021. That's my biggest fear. Again, I don't know if that'll happen. It's just that's my fear. But he is, without a doubt, the most for sure hire that any team could make this offseason. Because if you look at the consistency at which he won in the NFL, it's unparalleled to any head coach, veteran head coach out there. Like the only difference between him and a Doug Peterson is Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, but he wasn't nearly as consistently good as Jim Harbaugh was. Okay. Jim Caldwell. Yeah. He played in Detroit, but like he never had nearly the success Jim Harbaugh did. And then as far as Mike McDaniel, while I would be stoked if we hired him, um, and my, my opinion has somewhat like changed on him the more and more I research about him and the more and more I see of him and study on him I think he would be a great hire but again he's a first-time head coach so Jim Harbaugh would 100% without a doubt be the most for sure hire you could make and if you do hire Jim Harbaugh I can promise you this three years for sure with him you're going to have high-level caliber football. Four years 
or three years of him. And here's why I'm not really so concerned why like I'm so high on him despite his personality. Jim Harbaugh is one of those situations where he may be a pain in the ass, but it's going to work. If that makes sense. The thing with Brian Flores is he was a pain in the ass, but the only reason we were good is because of the defense. His offense sucked and he didn't really set us up for any long-term success. With Jim Harbaugh though, you look at what he did with the 49ers and yeah, he may have been a pain in the ass and towards the end it may have burnt up, you know, like his relationships with people, but he created a roster that was that set the next regime up into Kyle Shanahan, set them up for success. You know, eventually for the regime after him and then Kyle Shanahan coming in. So like if he weren't if he doesn't work out after like 3 or 4 years, I trust that he will have already built a good enough roster to where the next head coach comes in and they're inheriting inheriting a very very good franchise. Because again, like this franchise needs a change in just like a 180 in where the direction we're heading. Because with Brian Flores, it seemed like, oh man, like we're learning how to be a winning franchise, a winning culture, everything's good. But like, it didn't happen. With Jim Harbaugh, again, if he comes in and you're going to, you're winning playoff games for the first time, you are consistently winning playoff games, going to AFC championships in the first three or four years. When he leaves, you at least know how to do it. You know what winning football looks like. And you can, that that's your now, that's your minimum. Okay, that's the bare minimum. That's what's expected. So like when I heard about Jim Harbaugh, and again, I talked to people I trust and they told me who their sources are that are giving them information. Like again, I'm giving you my prediction right now. I I think, again, I, I don't really see, I can't sit here and say I see a scenario where Jim Harbaugh isn't the next head coach. I can't. If it is, it's because it was an epic failure of epic proportions on the Dolphins' part because they're going full full court press to get Jim Harbaugh and he wants to leave Michigan. So, like, I'm not really sure how you wouldn't get him. And let's just say they do decide to hire him. Again, it's not going to be before Wednesday because it's National Signing Day on Wednesday for college football. But, I mean... Uh, it could happen Wednesday. I don't know, but I wouldn't be shocked to wake up on like Thursday morning or Friday morning. And Jim Harbaugh is announced as the head coach. Who knows? You know, that would be my guess. Again, if I'm guessing, let me just play it safe by Friday night. By the time you go to sleep on Friday night, you will know that Jim Harbaugh is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Probably Thursday or Friday, but let's just say Friday night to give it the longest amount of time. If you head into the weekend with this, uh, I mean, I don't even think the NFL likes that. Like, I, I think it's like a frowned upon to like fire coaches during football. Like, I, I like I think remember when Joe Judge or Joe Judge, um, Joe Brady got fired on during like Sunday football. Like it was like during one o'clock kickoff. And they fired him because they were on a bye week. And like the NFL didn't like that. Because again, they don't want distractions during football. And I know it's the Pro Bowl. But like I would just think that they they don't want any announcements made on it during like football. Like if you're going to do it, do it during the week. So 
And again, why would you wait over the weekend if there's nothing holding you back now? Um, and I don't think, again, I could be wrong, but I don't think that they're going to like interview him. I don't think you're ever going to hear like the Dolphins are set to interview with Jim Harbaugh. Like, I think you're going to get rumors and reports and then one day you're just going to wake up and he's the hire. I think that's what's going to happen. Who knows? Uh, again, that's just speculation. No one, again, I will say this. No one has told me, hey, he is the hire. They are going to hire him for sure. But they have told me, you can bet your ass he's in consideration and they're going full court press to get him. You can bet your ass on that. So, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, I can tell you that, again, I don't know long-term what a... Uh, I don't know long-term what would happen with a Jim Harbaugh hire, but I can tell you that, man, he's going to turn this franchise around. Like, I mean, with the roster he had where he doesn't even have to fix a lot, he really just has to fix the offense, which with someone like Pep Hamilton and his, again, like when, when Jim Harbaugh coached the 49ers, he built one of the best offensive and defensive lines in football within a year. And you have the most cap space. So, like, I mean, he'll be able to turn this team around one year's, two years max. I mean, if it doesn't happen this year, like, if you hire Jim Harbaugh, you should be in the playoffs this year, at minimum playoffs. And then next year, you should be competing for Super Bowls. So, th- that's that. Um, And as it relates to, like, Deshaun Watson, because I know that, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that may think everyone hates the move of getting Deshaun Watson, but I constantly get texted about like, yo, imagine if we had Deshaun Watson, like I get that from a lot of people. So there are more people out there that like Deshaun Watson on the field. Now off the field, we all agree about him, but like, as far as if you hire Jim Harbaugh, would Deshaun Watson come here? I think so. I know that Deshaun Watson loves the 49ers. I know that Deshaun Watson loves Jim Harbaugh. So yeah, if Jim Harbaugh came here, he might want... I, I wouldn't be shocked. Again, uh, when I was talking... Before the season ended, I was talking to this person about the possibility of them getting Harbaugh. And I said, like, hey, do you think, like, it would impact the Dolphins' chances or want or, you know, desire to get him, whether it's them wanting him or not wanting him? And he was like, I don't know. Like, when Jim Harbaugh was in San Francisco, he had Colin Kaepernick. And Deshaun Watson has the exact same skill set, but better. So, I don't know. If I was a head coach coming to the NFL, I'd want to replicate what I had, especially since it worked. So, like, yeah, Deshaun Watson, I'd be, I'd probably be, like, the first conversation if I were hardball that I'd have is, what's the situation with Watson? Does he want to come here or not? Not like that would be the defining or, or the deciding factor, but I'd talk about it. Because again, if Watson wants to come here and Harbaugh wants to work with him, and obviously if he's innocent, if he's guilty, then don't even talk to him. But if he's innocent, yeah, I would I would assume they would trade for him. Because then again, like what what is Ross's word anymore? And this is something I said on a Twitter space to cap it off is like, don't believe everything you hear from the Dolphins. Like the Dolphins don't want you to know the truth. They, they're not going to tell you. Why would they tell you the truth? Like their, their opinion or their, their motto is you'll know when you know, 
And I know that sucks because we pay money to be fans to go to games and we spend our time on, you know, watching the games and buying merchandise. But like, they don't care if you know the truth or not. And so if if Ross came out and said, yeah, I'm not going to take Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Again, it's a play on words. Because he isn't taking Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. Jim Harbaugh's taking Jim Harbaugh from Michigan. And Ross is looking at it like, well, well, damn. I mean, if you're coming to the NFL, you're not going to another team. Like, if you're going to come to the NFL and if you're going to leave Michigan, I will take you. No one else. Um, so, yeah, like the whole like Deshaun Watson thing, when he's like, no, we're not trading for Deshaun Watson. I'm going to leave that up, you know, to the next head coach. What's that mean? Like, he could come out and say, I'm going to keep to a tongue of Iloa for the next five years. It means nothing. They like they they lie all the time about this type of stuff because they don't want you to know. Like in their opinion, they're like you don't need to know. You'll know when you know. Okay, so I don't know what the impacts of a Jim Harbaugh would have as far as quarterback or long term. All I do know is you can expect that if he comes, you're going to see rapid turnaround in this organization. Rapid. I mean, I'm talking next year. You should at bare minimum be in the playoffs. You should at least be able to win a playoff game. And then year two, you should be in Super Bowl contention. Period. By year two of Jim Harbaugh, you're a Super Bowl contender. And that should excite you. Again, We I'll wor- look, I'll say this. If Brian Flores was an asshole, but he brought us to a Super Bowl, I'd be like, it was worth it. Like if Jim Harbaugh took us to two AFC championships, if, if he did what he did for the Niners... I would be like, okay, like it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it to me to have an asshole head coach. I don't know about you guys, but like if he took us to three AFC championships in a row and a Super Bowl, I'd be like, dude, you do you, man. You do you. Like, I'm just saying like Brian, like Brian Flores, if he did that and we were like competing for AFC championships, I would have been, you know, bombarding the Dolphin Stadium that they fired him because like if you're winning, you're winning. I'm sorry. So, man, it's just crazy. But again, prediction based off what I've heard, I would assume the Dolphins hire Jim Harbaugh by the end of Friday at the latest, and you can bet your bottom dollar that they are interested in him. So that's it for the podcast today, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a safe rest of your day. Stay safe. Fins up. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami